Hello and welcome back to the GoTo Podcast. This is a solo emergency podcast because the NFL news cycle is really kicking off. Unfortunately, Patrick, like I said, can't join me. Uh, he is currently at Ewood Park watching Blackburn draw nil-nil with Millwall, so I think he'd rather be here, but uh, fortunately he is there. Um, well, what to say? We've got crazy amount of news. We've got three kind of major topics to get through. Uh, franchise tags, Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay, and Russell Wilson leaving Seattle. So we're going to go through all of those. Um, me and Patrick are actually be doing our AFC team needs on Thursday, uh, which I'll ask his opinion on Rodgers and Wilson, um, and then maybe a little bit more on some other topics. Uh, and I'll probably touch on Calvin Ridley a little bit. Um, bit of a strange topic as well to touch on, so I'll probably just hit that one first, because it's probably the least important in terms of next season. But but yeah, quite a strange thing. Um, Calvin Ridley banned from the NFL for a year uh, for gambling on games. Obviously, he did gamble on Falcons games, but he was away from the team. So he's not gambling on games he, he played in. He's not max fixing or anything like that. But he did bet on uh, on some games, did some parlays, uh, $1,500, which is wild. Uh, that's all he did. And then he, he's kind of cost himself. He's banned for a year. He loses his $11 million set for this year. So fifteen hundred worth of stake has lost them eleven million dollars. So it's probably probably one of the worst gambling stories uh, for a while in terms of return there. But um, yeah, he hasn't got a gambling problems as far as he said. It wasn't linked to why he was away from the team. That was mental health. So it does seem like he was kind of bored over Thanksgiving weekend. Placed some bets. Either didn't think he'd get caught, or maybe didn't fully know the rules. But the NFL, who now work with these gambling companies, managed to kind of use the systems to work out that who had placed the bets and. Uh, as soon as that happened, it was it was quite clear that this was going to happen. So, unfortunately, he's banned. Um, Falcons get that cap space back. There was a lot of rumours he was going to be traded, but clearly that won't be the case anymore. Um, yeah, he, he can appeal the ban, but I'm not sure how much that would work. People have been banned for, for a season before. Uh, there are rumours that the actual wording is at least a season, so I'm not sure what that could mean. We'll have to see if there's any more. But, uh, yeah, like I said, we'll see if he appeals, but... Uh, unfortunately, he's been doing a lot of twittering about the, the subject, and uh, a lot of NFL insiders think that he he should probably stop tweeting if he wants to try and win an appeal. He, he, they don't think the NFL will kind of look kindly, I guess, on, on some of the stuff he's been saying on Twitter. So yeah, he's banned for a year. That's kind of the sad news, really, for the pod. Um, so I wanted to get that off the bat. Me and Patrick probably wouldn't have time to talk about that on Thursday, so I wanted to mention that. But um, yeah, on to the news. Let's start with franchise tags. Um, maybe one, two surprises, I think. We'll go through the full list. Um, let's go through it in, in the order I have it written down here. So, uh, Packers, uh, we'll talk about Rodgers in a minute, but keeping Rodgers, and then they did franchise tag Devontae Adams. Uh, the, the, the cap hit for that is 20.1 million, which is, is quite large. All these players are basically going to get new deals or offered new deals, or the teams will want to do new deals if they can. So, these are just their current cap hits. But yeah, Devontae Adams at 20.1. No big surprise there. As soon as Rogers stayed, you kind of knew that was going. Uh, it almost felt like he picked this day, obviously, because he, he needed to, to let him know for Devontae Adams. And he did say uh, a couple of weeks ago that he wanted to to do it before Devontae made his decision to help Devontae make his decision on holding out to make the Packers decide do they want to trade Devontae, etc. So uh, yeah, good timing with that. Devontae Adams stays in Green Bay, which is huge for the Packers. Uh, next one is the Bucks. They have franchise tag Chris Godwin. This is his second tag. Um, he wasn't an all-pro, so he gets a little bit less. So 19.1 million here for Chris Godwin. Um, makes sense in a way. I know there's no QB, but the way the NFC is looking, it wouldn't shock you if Brady came back, but they obviously wanted to keep Godwin, especially after the injuries it received last year. So 19.1 million for Chris Godwin. Uh, like I said, makes sense. Um, ACL injury, so it's good for him. I wonder if he'll get a long-term deal maybe some incentives based in there around that injury, but 
yeah, still a good deal for for Chris Godwin. And it kind of makes sense. That does mean Carlton Davis will hit free agency, which will be music to the ears of teams that need corners. But uh, they've gone with the offense over the defense there. Uh, next one, then Bengals. Uh, safety Jesse Bates was tagged. His hit is 12.9 million. So pretty good, to be honest, for a player with Bates one. It's, it's kind of very rare. There's a couple coming up, this one and the next one, where the, the tag is probably less than what they would get paid per year. But obviously the cap bits are pretty large in the NFL. Even though they get paid this X amount per year, they like to finagle the money with, with bonuses and stuff to make sure the cap bits are a bit lower than this. So 12.9 for Bates. Um, I think the Bengals would be stupid not to get a deal done. I think he's one of the best safeties in football, and they very much need him on that defense. So it made sense to tag him. Couldn't get a deal done in time, so they tagged him, and I think it's a good decision. Next one, then, is my Kansas City Chiefs. They tagged left tackle Orlando Brown, twelve. Uh, sorry, 16.6 million. Uh, this one was obvious. They made the trade. We weren't quite sure how someone from a heavy run offense would play left tackle, so they didn't want to kind of offer him a deal straight away. They waited to the end of the year. Probably a bad decision financially, but I think it makes sense risk-wise. And they've tagged him, and, and they'll try and w- work for a deal before, I think, the middle of July, basically. Yeah, and I just think Orlando protecting Patrick Mahomes makes perfect sense. Uh, they should get a deal done. Um, good player, had a good season. Um, better than probably I thought. Ranks pretty highly in a lot of metrics. So he, he's, he's a good one, I think he'll get a long-term deal. Uh, surprising one coming up then, Jags, they franchise tag Cam Robinson again, 16.6 million. Um, I'm not sure what that says about the first overall pick in the draft, something to consider for us later in the offseason, but he is obviously their left tackle historically, and uh, currently they've been mocked a lot of left tackles as either left tackle or Aiden Hutchinson, basically, and uh, a lot of people leaning towards the tackle, but what does this mean? They're going to draft the right tackle? They're going to play Robinson right tackle, or what? We're not sure, but yeah, they've gone Cam Robinson, which was a surprise for me. Uh, now we have three tight ends hitting the board. So Dolphins, Mike Gesicki, 10.9 million for all these cap pits here. Um, Gesicki has a chance to kind of try and appeal to become a wide receiver because he spent more time in the wide receiver slot uh, in terms of lineups than he did actually at a, a standard tight end position. So he may try and appeal that decision, but I'm not sure he would, he would get too far just because it's kind of precedent tight, tight end and wide receiver. It's very hard to change that tag. But yeah, this makes sense for the Dolphins. Good player, vital for their offense, and they don't have a lot of other offensive pieces. I think he, he's very much needed. Uh, next one's the Cowboys, Dalton Schultz. Me and Patrick spoke about this before, and so did Josh. I think this made perfect sense. 10.9 million for a player that's heavily involved in their offense. They play a lot of two tight end sets. There's rumors they could release Amari Cooper. I think he's so vital to the offense that, that he was an obvious candidate, even for a team that's a little bit cash-strapped, but has managed to move some money around today with some restructures for uh, Zach Martin and, and Dak Prescott. And finally, the other surprising one is Brown's tight end, David Njoku. 10.9 million again for him, because I said all tight ends are the same. Um, bit of a weird one. Kind of injury issues. They've got Austin Hooper, who's got a big deal. And Njoku's kind of never really seen the field as much as Brown's fans would hope, and not been as consistent as, I guess, his talent would indicate. But uh, they've tagged him. Another team that want to get a long-term deal done. They don't want him to play on this cap bit, which I think makes sense for a player of Njoku's talent slash injury record. But, um, yeah, a bit of a weird one. Didn't see that one coming. So I think that and the Robertson one really shocked me, but... The Browns want to try and, again, similar to Cowboys, play a lot of two tight end personnel. And he is a good player with high upside. And I think maybe Hooper is the one they'd rather move on from if they could. But yeah, those are the franchise tags. Uh, in terms of what that means, JC Jackson didn't get tagged. Harold Landry didn't get tagged. Obviously, Carl Davis didn't get tagged. Alan Robinson didn't get tagged. So some good players have hit free agency. Obviously, some, some, some best ones have gone. Probably two best wide receivers have gone. The best safety's gone. Two of the top five tackles have gone. 
uh, and three of the top five tight ends have also gone. So players have left, but I do think there was, there was kind of more that could have got tagged that haven't. So I think free agency will still be very, very good. And I think all those teams that have tagged those players will probably be happy with their, their decisions, even if a couple of them were maybe a bit more surprising than others. Right now, let's get on to talking about two veteran QBs. We'll go with the one that's not moving first. Um, Pat McAfee broke the news today, a very close friend of uh, Aaron Rodgers, that Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay, uh, which is incredible if you're a Packers fan. I think me and Patrick both really suspected it. Uh, I did think retirement was the only other option, and there were strong reports that that really was his only option in the end that he wanted to consider. And in the end, he, he decided to stay in Green Bay, which is amazing for the Packers. Uh, terrible for the NFC, but really good for Green Bay as the NFC probably gets weaker without Wilson and, and Brady. But um, so yeah, it's great news for Packers fans, great news for Rodgers himself. I think this is the best chance he has at winning a title. Uh, regardless of what people say about Denver, I think the ease of the NFC North and the NFC in general is just much better than coming across the AFC North or the AFC West, which were, were strong rumours, obviously, for, for Rodgers. But uh, yeah, there were then rumours straight away after McAfee he tweeted that, that um, from Rap Sheet and people like that, that he'd signed a, I think it was four-year, $200 million deal, $153 million up front. Uh, Rodgers then text McAfee and specifically said that that isn't true. Uh, he has told them he's coming back. He's tweeted since as well that he's coming back, but he's also tweeted since that he has not actually signed a deal. He has not agreed to a deal. Um, he has got one year left, obviously, in the voids, but uh, he has agreed to stay, and that he will stay, and they will work on a new contract, but it will be cap-friendly for this year, um, so he can bring back people on the team, help with their cap situation. Because after tagging Devontae Adams, I think they're $43 million over the cap, so... Yeah, Rogers got a huge cap hit this year, but um, they'll bring that down and just give him some more cash up front. But um, yeah, he hasn't signed anything yet, but he is going to stay. Uh, like I said, what does it mean to Green Bay with him and Adams staying with a franchise tag and him? It just means the offense is going to be great. Back to Yari should be good. Jenkins should be good. Obviously, Myers should be good. Center. So yeah, they're going to have an elite wide receiver, two good running backs, an elite quarterback, good offensive line, good tackle play, young in the middle. Uh, I'm not quite sure about the secondary weapons. Obviously, Scantling and... Um, oh, I forgot his name now. The other receiver. <laughs> They're both free agents. Um, Lazard isisn't. But yeah, I think that they're, they're short on weapons there. So I think whatever they do in the draft, they're really going to have to know another receiver. I would be mocking... I know they haven't done it, but I'll be mocking wide receivers to them. And they're picking the 20s for the rest of the summer. I think you have to. I think they have to take it there, especially financially for the team. I just think it's the only way forward. And then you can add a veteran. Obviously, I think Cobb has still got time left as well, but they're losing Tonyan. And I just think that they need some more weapons um, to be a true Super Bowl, not contender, but Super Bowl favourite. They're already contender. Look at the team. But but yeah, um, Zadarius Smith could be a casualty. We'll see if they can restructure the deal. I know Rogers keeps talking about bringing his friends back, which is partly why they've done it this way. So it'll be interesting to see if they can get it done. But, uh, yeah, it's good. It's very good for the NFL and NFL media. I know we're not NFL media. That's probably an arrogant way to describe a podcast like ours. But uh, I don't think any of us want to carry on talking about Rodgers all summer. So I'm just glad that it's kind of done. He's staying, as we predicted. I managed to get an evens bet on Green Bay to win the NFC North, which I enjoyed, and a 14-1 to for the NFC. Um, and that odds have dramatically reduced now, so which is good. But... Yeah, I think it's good. Good for him. Uh, we'll see what the deal looks like. I think even if it is a three or four year deal, it'll be structured in a way that he can retire whenever he wants, get paid a certain amount of money, and then Green Bay can recoup the rest. But yeah, I think he'll be rewarded heavily for this year and probably next year. And then I think there'll be some retirement kind of stipulations, conversations within that contract deal. And we'll see what it looks like when it gets announced. But yeah, at the moment, he he's staying and that's kind of all that matters, especially for this year. And I think the NFC is 
probably theirs to be had to be honest. I think they're favourites. Um, the Rams probably second favourites, and then we'll see what teams like the uh, the Forty ers can do as well. But and the Cowboys. But I just think that Green Bay have just made themselves so much better today. They couldn't go with Jordan Love. And in terms of Jordan Love, they're probably trading now. I think there's so many QB teams, needy teams. I think there's a weak quarterback class. So I think someone will take Jordan Love on. I wouldn't bother keeping him for a backup person there. I know they may do that, but uh, I think it's probably best to, to just trade him and just move on. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay. The NFC hate it, but the Packers fans absolutely love it for sure. Um, yeah, and for a moment, Broncos fans were sad, but then we got some more breaking news about an hour later. Yeah, so then, like I said, an hour later, that big news drops that Russell Wilson has been traded from Seattle to the Denver Broncos, which is crazy because I know NFL Twitter, you know what it's like. They're again, Broncos are getting slated for, for the news that Rodgers wasn't going to come to them because that was kind of the only team he was linked to aside from Pittsburgh, but that was very loose, to be honest. So, yeah, they were getting slated. Jerry Judy did a sad emoji, and then an hour later, Jerry Judy is doing a very, very happy emoji on his Twitter um, because they got Russell Wilson. Uh, let's just go through the kind of the whole trade first of all. So obviously Denver gets Russell Wilson, and they also get a random fourth round pick. I think that's for this year. Uh, Seattle gets <laughs> Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, two first round picks. That's the ninth pick this year, and then the, the Broncos pick next year. They get two second round picks this year. I'm not sure when the one after is yet, and then a fifth round pick for this year as well. So uh, let's go from Denver. Uh, they get a good QB, very good. I'm high on Wilson. I know Josh Hemwood, who uh, came on the podcast the other day, uh, in a group chat is not quite as high as so he's on the downturn, but I think a downturn for him is probably twice the QB that someone like Bacon Mayfield or Jimmy G could ever be. So I still think it's a good deal. Um, issue is they're in the AFC West. Russell Wilson is clearly the third best quarterback in his own division uh, and probably, I don't know, fifth in the AFC, maybe, pre-draft and obviously pre whatever crazy deals go on, and that's probably not counting Deshaun Watson, obviously. But, yeah, but in terms of Denver, they've been looking for a QB. He just dramatically improves them. Um, middle of the field is going to be an issue. I'd like to see him in a scheme that is not Seattle's scheme. But, um, yeah, people like Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, outside throws, go balls, deep throws, kind of double moves, kind of post routes, they're just going to eat on those. They're going to be a hell of a lot more exciting than Denver. Um, they're going to score a lot more points. We'll, we'll see how the offense looks. Obviously, it's a rookie head coach. It's... An O-line that's not great. They need to improve that. And the pass rush and kind of run defense isn't great. So they need to improve both lines, which they can still kind of do in free agency. Uh, Wilson brings like a $20 million cap hit. Probably going to want a new deal as well. But I think they've still got 23 or $4 million in space. They're going to be able to add a couple of players. And then obviously the draft, it's going to be third and fourth rounders with the Von Miller trade. Uh, Von Miller also tweeted that he's probably going to sign back for Denver, which was <laughs> something, but we'll talk about that. Uh, in the AFC part of Patrick, but yeah, there's still holes on this roster, but dramatically improved the most position, most important position in the sport. Uh, I like Wilson more than others. I do think that, like I said, the middle of the field is going to be an issue. Um, can get sacked a lot, so I don't think this is like a Herbert, yeah, Herbert Mahomes, Burrow sort of level player, but. Uh, I do think that obviously he's going to improve them dramatically and their offense is going to be a lot better. And yeah, if they can get some pass rush and keep hold of it, this current secondary and keep them fit, they're going to be a very, very good team. The odds dramatically, they're like third favorites now to win the AFC behind the Bills and the Chiefs. Um, so that's changed dramatically. Uh, the odds for the AFC West changed completely. I know Chargers and Chiefs both got bigger uh, out to like two to one, four to one, and then Broncos coming in at third favorite. So 
uh, joint second favourite, sorry. So, yeah, I just think overall it is a very good trade for them. But they did give up a lot, but probably more than the Stafford trade, I would say. But I think overall it's probably worth it and probably less than I thought someone would have to give up for Russell Wilson with his current contract situation. But yeah, they've improved the most in poor position support, and that's kind of kind of all that matters. Um, yeah, winners and losers from Denver side. <laughs> I just think they're all winners. The offense is a winner, and obviously Drew Locke leaving, no fan leaving, are, are, are huge losers. Uh, in terms of Seattle, then Drew Locke, I think, is a throw-in. I think that is a weird move. I'd almost want to keep him as a backup for Wilson. I just don't know why you'd do the trade, but maybe fresh space kind of get him out of there. I'm not sure. I can't imagine it's because Seattle actually want to play him. I would really hope not. No fan is a weird one. I'd have been praying for Pat Sertain if I was a Seahawks fan. I've seen Mina Kimes already tweet that out. I just think you just, what's the point of getting an elite tight end with how they're going to be at quarterback? Jimmy G, Matt Corral, Malik Willis room is already starting. Um, so maybe he'll be more useful than I thought. And you can go Lockett, Fant, Carson, and uh, Metcalf. So you've got a good offense if you just find an average QB. It doesn't cost that much money. And then you get the draft picks back for after losing them for the Adams trade. But I just think overall, it's just a huge loss for Seattle. I think they, well, being confirmed, they had a better offer from the commanders. They had an extra first round, either a higher first round pick uh, in terms of protections, and they had more picks. So they had the picks for the year after as well, but they didn't want to trade him in the NFC. And I just think you're not a contender now, Seattle. I don't think you should worry about who you trade him to. So I think taking the less deal just to get into the AFC is a bit of a weird move, especially when it's out of division, regardless. Um, so yeah, I don't think that's great. I think we'll see what the stories say, but maybe the relationship between the Russell Wilson and the franchise and Wilson and Carroll, who's obviously been extended, just became kind of unmanageable. And maybe that's why this has happened. But yeah, two first-round picks, a ninth pick this year, which will they go QB, will they go pass rush, we'll see. I think if they don't go QB, you're going to really see the fact that this is a bit of a rebuild and they're going to want to use the two first-round picks because they've actually got their own for once next year to go after one of the top QBs. Um, so we'll see. Free agency in the, the next couple of weeks will tell. But for me, it does look a bit like a, a mini tank, mini rebuild. I just don't think they'll go big on QB this year. But I could be wrong. There's already rumours about them, how well they met with, like I said, Matt Corral in the summer, uh, in the combine, sorry. And obviously, Malik Willis is kind of early Russell Wilson in terms of legs, deep ball, uh, getting sacked a lot, <laughs> not accurate in the middle of the field. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I don't think it's a great deal for Seattle. Uh, people disagree with me because it's a replenishment they need. But they only need it because they did a Jamal Adams trade and a contract that is just ridiculous for a safety of his lack of coverage ability. And I just think that's killed them here. They would have the 10th pick and Russell Wilson. Now they've got the ninth pick without Russell Wilson. So I just think overall the Adams trade was really the start of the end for it here. And then maybe Wilson, Metcalf, Carroll's relationship all breaking down throughout the year has not really helped it. But for me... Not good for Seattle. They're going to be the worst team in the division. We'll see. They can't trade Tyler Lockett. His cap hit is just unmanageable in that situation for me. We'll see. DK Metcalf, due a contract extension next year, is probably tradable. And if you want to go full rebuild, I think that makes sense. And you can draft a receiver and a quarterback this year or receiver edge this year, quarterback next year. Um, I just think they could end up moving one of them. But I just think phew, Lockett is just too difficult to move. I can't see Dwayne Brown being tagged even now. Sorry, be re-signed even now. From, from their point of view, it's just a bit of a weird position. And I know Seattle fans aren't happy. He is a very good QB for me. I think he's still top 12 in the league quite comfortably. Probably top 7, top 8. And I just think a lot of them weren't in the NFC. And I just think you had a real chance to go again with the cap space they did have. But again, they didn't have any draft capital. And they've kind of decided to do this rebuild. But 
we'll never know how much of it was uh, kind of off the field stuff until those reports maybe start picking. But yeah, a bit of a loss for Seattle, like I said. Can kind of rebuild, but yeah, I would have just rather got young defensive pieces, not offensive, who's got less of a contract and a and a quarterback that you don't need. And I, I probably would also go on commanders who were given you an extra pick or two, as far as we read. But they've gone Denver. Great move for Denver. Not sure it's enough for them, but they'll be a hell of a lot better. And as a Chiefs fan, I'll be a hell of a lot more worried when we play them than I ever have been in the last few years. So we'll see. But yeah, crazy news. We had Rodgers, we had Wilson, we had Ridley, we had franchise tags, and it's very much kicking off this NFL offseason. Uh, free agency starts next Monday, so that'll be exciting as well. We're going to see what that means. Uh, for the rest of the league. Um, me and Patrick will be back on Thursday. We're going to go through our AFC team needs. I'll ask his views a little bit on a couple of these moves. I won't give mine because we don't need to kind of double double repeat ourselves, but um, I'll ask his views on a couple of things. We'll see what other news hits between now and then. And uh, yeah, we'll talk all things AFC free agents and, and team needs. It should be fun. But yeah, thanks again for listening, guys. Go follow us at, at go for 2 pod 2 being the number two. Uh, enjoy any more crazy news that happens and we'll speak to you soon.